Eli's coming. <laughs> One of the greatest walkout songs I think I've ever heard. Submission Coalition podcast number 66. Uh, amateur fighter Eli Johnson telling his story from a fairly bad car wreck to stepping into the ring. Give it a listen. It's pretty badass. Where's our... This this actually does a better job. Well, what what are these days? I mean, we have microphones. We use them. Any real microphones? Yeah, we have a real microphone. What? Nope, didn't touch it. No, I tried one on. It wasn't mine. <laughs> All right, here we go. That'll do it. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast, Eli. Thank you. All right, so for those that haven't met you, give me your name and how they can reach you on uh, like Instagram or Facebook or the like. So I'm Eli Johnson, and I usually only use Instagram, and it's Eli Johnson 15. Now, why 15? Uh, I was 15 when I made it. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious. Like people are like, you know, I'm such and such, one, two, nine, seven, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was 15 when I made it, so I it worked so you pick eli 15 eli johnson, johnson 15, 15. Yep. gotcha gotcha so you've had that thing for a uh, hot minute yeah ever since i got my ipod touch because my mom would let me have facebook so i got, <laughs> I got made an instagram <laughs> oh man no I, I held out for a long time on uh social media and things of that nature i tried for a long time to not be out there yeah my mom said it would ruin my life or something. Yeah. <laughs> she, she said my the jobs would look at the Facebook and not like something. Some I wouldn't do. get a job. And, uh, so I, that is 100% yeah. uh, correct. Yeah. So now I have Facebook, but I hardly use it. So yeah, I don't really like go. I never, when I do use it, I go on the marketplace to look for something to buy or something. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, I don't go on there to look at what people post. Right. I try not to, but man, it's, it's so tough anymore. It's so tough anymore. So Eli is uh, one of our fighters, and he has a, a really uh, interesting backstory to his uh, fight career. Yep. And, and the start, stop, start of it all. <laughs> yep. Well, I wanted to get into fighting, like, ever since I was little. I knew I wanted to do MMA, and I just... Um, Obviously, I couldn't for a while just because uh, money and stuff because I was a kid when I wanted to do it. When I finally got a job and everything, I kind of forgot about it for a while. And I actually came one time and checked out Dark Wolf, but I saw it was like a bunch of kids. So I kind of thought it was like a like a kid karate class, and I never really looked more into it. And then At that time when you walked in, it probably was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then Robbie started working at Aaron's Pest Control and uh, where I work. And he was telling me that he goes there. And I was like, man, I've been interested. And then is that how you met Robbie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think the next, the first week he, he was talking about it, I was like, well, I want to go. And then so that first Wednesday I went and then uh, I was pretty much hooked ever since then. And then I was going pretty much every day. I mean, it was like a less than a five minute drive. So I, uh, I loved it. And then I got into a pretty bad motorcycle accident on Thanksgiving in uh 2019 and, and that long ago no and uh my right foot came completely detached the skin held it on when Damn. the paramedics got there 
I talked to the paramedics afterwards because uh, actually one of my buddies knew he worked for the paramedics, so he knew the people that found me. Oh, gotcha. And so I talked to him, and he said that when he first got there, he thought my foot was gone, but it was just folded up behind my leg, and he thought for sure that they were going to have to amputate it. Damn. And um, so they fixed it, and he said even if they did fix it, he didn't think I'd ever be able to walk on it again. But they fixed it, and I've been, I was walking on it in having November. I took my first steps in February with the with my little walker and my crutches <laughs> uh couldn't even make it from the bedroom to the kitchen at first so my left foot shattered like completely everything shattered they put plates and screws that are still in there um but i made progress slowly i was in the hospital for just about a month just staring at the ceiling so so one was pretty much completely detached yeah. and the other one was shattered yeah so the right foot was what we thought was worse off um, I had to have like this big X fix thing they call it screwed into my shin and then a bar went through my heel to hold my foot in place. Right. Wow. And then they had to take pieces of my ankle out, put my ligament in the pieces and screw the ligament in is what they said, I think. And that's what kept it together or something. I don't know. And then, so it was in that X fix for a while. And then my left foot was just in a cast pretty much because it was, uh, it just has plates and stuff in it. So. So I was non-weight bearing for, at first they said like 10 months, but then it ended up being November, December, I think four months. But so the first month I was in the hospital and then I moved to Daytona to, for rehab. They said I was going to be in there for three weeks and I told them no way. And I was out of there in five days. <laughs> and then after that, it was just at home, just doing like little things as much as I could. And then I was finally able to walk, walk. Like it took a while just to learn how to do crutches. I lost all my balance. I lost right, all yeah. my muscles in my hips. So just trying to balance was a nightmare. Not to mention the pain of just trying to walk, might move my feet again. So finally, I was able to walk a little bit. I bought myself uh, like a little forerunner and I did uh, like Uber Eats mm -hmm. just to kind of do something and get out. And then finally, I felt good enough to where I could ask for my job back, which is spraying lawns. So I did that and then finally worked my way back into the gym and uh, took it pretty slow at first, but now I'm feeling a lot better than I thought I ever would. Honestly, I was scared. I would never be able to get back into the gym. Yeah. You look great in that last fight. Into the cage. Um, so honestly, just like nowadays, just getting into the cage, I don't really go into win or anything. I'm just happy to get in there. Like, yeah. Just the adrenaline rush, just being in the cage, just being able to actually do it is just a blessing in itself. So yeah. I just love to getting in there. I've, I've been in there twice, lost both to decision, but I'm happy with my performances. I mean, I'm a little upset with the last one, just watching it. I had my hands down. I like just yeah. winged every single <laughs> punch, lost all the technique. <laughs> but I was just excited to be in there. And, right. you know, as soon as that adrenaline dumps and as soon as my nerves of just like people watching me and everything, I just kind of forgot everything. And I just went in there and had fun. But well, it's hard for people that, uh, you know, just listening, you know, seeing the scars yeah you know because it's not just like like a couple scars on your ankles i mean no, there's yeah, there's scars all the way up and down yeah my toes your well, legs I so mean, like like i said the right foot we thought was worse off because it came completely detached right so i don't have really any mobility in it but my left foot what we thought was better off because everything was kind of still there right my toes for some reason I don't really know why, but they like, they're like up, pointed up more and they won't go down. So I'm pretty much only walking on my, like the right side of my foot and my big toe. And then the left, the left side, I think it might be because the plates in there, 
and it's making things weird. Probably. And so I kind of I have almost no balance, and then that like I have a bunch of nerve damage on the leg. So like either I can't feel it or it just like feels super weird and uncomfortable, and right. I hate it. So contact with the leg kind of sucks, but it's like it's better than not being able to do anything. You know? Right. Like it's it's just a blessing that I'm still. So even alive. what was that like? Your I mean, because the rehab, you know, learning to get back on your feet, things of that nature. What was, what was that like? the first time you were like, well, let's, let's see if I can do this again. First time, like getting into the gym. Yeah. Getting into the gym, just, you know, trying, trying to take something to that, you know, other level and just walking around. Well, um, I knew the circumstances and I knew that I'm very lucky in the first place. So I was for sure to make it slow. I I made sure to take it real slow and just make sure I was, you know, I, I feel like I kind of went back to work a little soon. Um, I kind of wish I just, you know, also let myself recover, but also just enjoy life a little bit without a job. I mean, yeah. I've had a job since I was 16 and been working full time and I kind of had a chance to this. I mean, I got a decent settlement and I had like with the uh, insurance and everything, I got to pay off my truck and I had no payments at the time. I was first time I was debt free since I was 18. Wow. I had bought my, when I turned 18, I bought my first truck that I want or my first finance truck. And so I've been in debt ever since then. And I had financed that bike. And so after the wreck, um, they, for the bike, they gave me like, I think it was $3,000 more than I even paid for the bike. So I was able to pay the bike off and the truck. So I had no debt. And um, I was, I felt kind of free, honestly, until once I could walk again, but I just kind of felt like uh, I wasn't doing much. Like I was just hanging around, not doing anything. So I felt like I should get a job and, Right. So you know, do doers have a hard time sitting still. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish I, I just wish I could have like traveled, you know, just without uh having to take time off or right, something. Yeah. I mean, I did go to Hawaii, but I'd take a week off and all that stuff and I had to come back and get straight back to work. And I kind of wish I just took like a month, maybe like a cruise or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. You know, I bought my dream house. I have 50 acres. Um wow. You know, I, I really don't mind my job. It's, I get to work in the sun. I get to actually like do physical right. stuff and I'm not in the office all day. And then I come, come to the gym and I feel like I'm active enough and just super blessed to still be walking. And that's like around 50 acres. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's amazing. It's nice and quiet. And everyone out there, the minimum acreage out there is 25 acres. Yeah. It's technically an HLA. Everybody so everyone's got at least 25. So yeah, it's really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. And everyone's reached everyone out there is retired old people. So well, uh, 20, 25 acres is a minimum parcel yeah. size. I mean, that's, that's what I bought my house with 25. And then the 25 right next to me went for sale. Mm. And I didn't want people to build a house right yeah. a lot next to me. Cause I, the whole reason I went out there was just cause it was nice and quiet. And so I have that for now. It's just kind of sitting there for, um, I'll nice. sell it once it gets. I, I, I grew up on 10 acres. And I thought that was. 10 acres. I thought that was cool. Honestly, I, when I was first looking for a house, um, I was looking for a house right before I got in an accident. And I was looking, for, hopefully, I was like hoping two to five acres. I was like, please, just let me find something. Right. It's everything so expensive and it was just going to be me. So I was looking and hoping and then that happened. So, um, and I couldn't even live. I would live in an apartment at the time and it was on the second story. So I couldn't even live at home. I lived at my girlfriend's parents' house mm. while I was recovering. Yeah, because you're, you're not making up this. Yeah, <laughs> so, right, yeah. And I had to have someone pretty much take care of me because I couldn't walk or anything. Yeah. I couldn't, I, so I non-weight bearing of both my feet and non-weight bearing in my left hand. So all I had anything to do was my right hand. So to get out of bed, 
had this little board put under my butt onto the wheelchair and I'd throw myself on the board and slide down into the oh, wheelchair. Jesus. And then to get onto the bed was a lot harder. Um, I'd have to like pretty much just throw my legs up and figure out a way just to pull my body up onto right. the bed. Um, so that was fun. And then, <laughs> Jesus. yeah. And in the hospital, we just pretty much just went over on like stuff to try to like where I can live on my own or yeah. like do right, stuff. Yeah. So we did like my, per my, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the guy that helped me with that stuff, he was pretty cool. And we went to the staircase and I was like, I bet I can go up the stairs. So I showed him, I can go up the stairs with one hand and no feet. Uh, yeah. We were doing that. And he was like, this is a very unique case. So <laughs> he was learning and I was learning. It was kind of fun, but it wasn't terrible. It could have been worse, but um, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot. That was a lot of, just a lot. But I'm back to pretty much normal now. I mean, I got a lot. I'm super awkward with my like movement and stuff. And uh, my feet get really sore, especially after work and coming to the gym yeah. and everything. They'll probably always get sore, but. A small price to pay for how lucky I got. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so the fight. The last fight. Um, it was awesome. I did my walkout song to Eli. Yeah, Thomas. where'd you find that? That was amazing. It's an old song. Three Dogs Night is super popular. They're like, uh, I think they're just probably sixties or something. They're real old, but I've known the song for a while. I didn't really? think about it for the last my first fight, but then I thought about it like a couple it was months perfect. ago. And I was like, <laughs> using this song and it worked out just how i thought it was like everything was quiet and they said eli's coming he's got like his oh my god yeah he wins best <laughs> walkout song of the night yeah. <laughs> it was cool it was exactly what i wanted it to be so that Gar was awesome garrett's was pretty tight but <laughs> yeah. yeah so and then uh yeah, like I said, I walked out there super excited, super awesome. And then the bell rang, and I just went balls to the walls all three rounds, just trying to knock his head off. And uh, got a little tired, of course. And yeah, he uh, he stayed technical, hit me with a couple, a few good shots, but most of his shots were leg kicks. And yeah. He chopped my leg good the whole fight. And I just wasn't. I was so focused on trying to hit him with power and everything, I wasn't thinking about blocking or checking or anything like that. So when I watched the video, I realized my hands were down the whole time. My leg was just, I was heavy on my front foot. I'd come in and come straight out. So every time I came out, he kicked me. He, yep. he just read me every time. I didn't, I just wasn't focused enough on just thinking about that stuff. I was just like, I'm a knock this fucking guy. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know. I'm, I'm just happy I got in there, but there's a lot I can work on. And I'm definitely going to win my next one. That's one of those uh, those weird ones, though. Yeah, so when, you know, when you get into the fight, I mean, yeah, it, it's so easy for a person sitting in the stand yeah. to play the oh, I would have done this. Like, <laughs> no, you wouldn't have dipshit. Yeah, you wouldn't have done yeah. that. You know, you like to say it, you know, but the fact is, you, know, you didn't. You know, the the person sitting in the stands, you know, loves to play Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, you know, but you know, go go out, get in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> Yeah. You know, get, get one foot torn off, get the other one fucked up. Okay. Then come see us and tell us what you would do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, per, that person sitting in the stands would probably still be on this couch crying in a beer right now. Yeah. That's what I tell all my friends when they all make fun of me or do something. I'm like, I guarantee you still be in that fucking hospital begging for help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I just, yeah. I'm so thankful to get it, be able to get in there. I love coming to the gym. So what's uh, what's the game plan? 
forward. game plan is first to just learn how to control that adrenaline. I don't really know how to work on that. It's just because like I'm, I'm in training and I feel like I keep my hands up a lot more. I don't, I mean, I'm still stiff and I still wing some wild punches and stuff like that, but I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as that fight was. I mean, I was winging uppercuts that I never throw in this <laughs> far. I mean, I mean, Those were like, I don't even know where they came from. I mean, I do remember he had his guard up, but his elbows were a little wide. So I was trying to sneak him under there. But man, I was just not even, I was just throwing him. My feet yeah. came off the ground on a couple. Yeah. <laughs> a little street fighter. Yeah, that's what I That's what it, when I looked at it, I was like, damn, I just went in there, went in for a street fight. Yeah. <laughs> but. I eventually, I do want to work on my takedown defense. And uh, every time I do jujitsu, it kind of like feels like it hurts. Like someone will grab my foot and twist yeah, it through your way. So yeah. I stay away. I've been staying away from jujitsu, but I do want to learn takedown defense. And I want to learn like defensive jujitsu, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. to where I can get down and get up. And I want to hit someone with small gloves. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah. That'd be scary because yeah. you. You hit hard. <laughs> so that's that's the eventual goal. But I, I want to get my technique down once um, yeah. with the adrenaline and the nerves and all that. Uh, I just don't work well under pressure for some reason. So I really want to work on that. Yeah, that's a lot of people though. Yeah. That moment that adrenaline kicks in. Yeah. yeah well, I, I remember watching the Garrett fight. And Garrett, he goes out there and he's just loose and he's having fun and he's he does the same thing he does in sparring. And then when I go out there, it's just tunnel vision. And I'm like, just, I want to take his head off. On yeah, but see, but there's even, you know, there, there's, there's, there's pros and cons to each. Yeah. Like, like, like you have that, at times you have that explosive, right. you know, that, that, that time period of saying, you know, no, I'm, I'm going to come take your head off. Yeah. And Garrett could use a little bit of that, mm-hmm. you know, of, I mean, cause yeah, he is, he, he's, he's long, he has fun, you know, he, he, he does pretty good, but then, you know, for him to have that switch to be able to come in and say, now nah, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> I mean, would be would be phenomenal. Yeah. And then same thing for you to be able to 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 tack back and forth mm-hmm. between playing that that nice technical, get your setup, and then just explode. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to work on. I just I just feel awkward a lot. Hmm. Tight, tight, awkward, and just not like uh flowy i guess yeah i just need to stretch more this is one of my things you need some yoga in your life yoga, <laughs> i mean i got such bad balance too that i mean when i throw kicks it just kind of it's almost well, like yoga probably it. actually for sure yeah, yeah you talk to joy yeah. <laughs> she took you up well that I mean, should help you can you can find stuff on youtube yeah. come in a little bit early find a little corner mm-hmm. get some stretches in that's just one of my biggest excuses too is time because yeah. I did buy that house, but it's a dream house, but you know, it's an hour away from, you know, I grew up pretty much in DeBerry and Orange City. So everyone I know and everything that I do is around here. Now I'm, I live an hour out to Pearson. So I work and then I try to get home by like four and then get ready and, you know, do the chores, like walk the dog, clean the house, whatever, and then leave the house by five and get here by six. And then I don't usually leave here till nine and get home at 10. So my week is usually pretty full Yeah. because when I don't come here, I try to weight lift a little bit of Planet Fitness. So even after the work there, I go to How many times you set the alarm off? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what? <laughs> so I, 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 I wanna, oh, <laughs> before COVID, I decided because uh, there's a Planet Fitness over by where I used to work. 
And so uh, I got a membership there and I go in and, and I like free weights. Yeah. So I went, I grabbed some dumbbells. It was so weird because they, they had the wall of like some mirrors up there. And I'm the only one in free weights. I'm literally the <laughs> only guy. And I'm in there and I'm, I'm doing some, I, was, I think I was doing some press and fly. And I sit up and while I'm sitting there, some other guy comes in, picks up weights from a little bit ways down. And then decides that he's going to move over, stand directly in front of me, in front of the mirror. <laughs> yeah, there's there's probably like 30 feet of, of mirrors that he could be standing yeah. in front of. And I'm the only other guy in there. And he decides that he's going to stand in front of me. That's the beautiful thing about planet fitness. I feel like everyone's staring at themselves more than they're working. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, to, he had to get close enough to using the press. Then, yeah. <laughs> then, 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 like the YMCA and, and Planet Fitness walking through the locker room. That was more than I needed to see. <laughs> that was more than I needed to see. Yeah. I hate, I mean, I hate the gym, like the weightlifting gym. And it's just the atmosphere. I hate it. Just, yeah. But I, I try to go there because I want to gain muscle, but it's hard because I don't like it there. So I'm like in there and like 30 minutes in, I'm like, damn, I want to leave. And it's hard to have the same drive that I have in here because yeah. I actually enjoy yeah. this stuff yeah. and I love the people and I love everything. When I'm in Planet Fitness, I'm usually alone and I just hate the people in there, honestly. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, I want to leave. And when I was there, I was doing most of my workouts at lunch and it literally felt like I was going to work. Yeah. I mean, I go in, punch the clock go get my stuff done. Don't want to talk to nobody. You know, not like there was anybody there I want to talk to yeah. anyway. And then get out. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and most of the time the people were just in my way anyway. Yeah, that's, a, that's another thing. Like I go in there and I, all they have is the Smith machine. So they don't have a free weight like uh, bench press or anything, but it's usually full. Mm -hmm. I have to wait my turn and then I tr I'll go try to do something else and then I'll come back and say to my another person. You know, it's just... Yeah. This is one of those things that I have to do, but I hate doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so what are some of your things that you do outside of fighting and outside of? Yeah, well, like I mean, you, you talked about you were riding motorcycle when when you had your accident. Yeah, I still got one. I got one. <laughs> I got. I like to ride dirt bikes. Uh, I haven't ridden in a while because since I moved out there, I kind of distanced myself away from a lot of people just because I I do work and I do the gym and then. I'm with my girlfriend and then I don't do a whole lot after that, but I'll go hunting sometimes when I can, if, if it's in season, mm -hmm. I like to shoot, um, ride my dirt bike sometimes, but I don't like to ride it alone because especially in the trails, God forbid something happens out there. Yeah. Alone, no one can find me. And yeah. I'll just be really bad. Um, I just hang out. Like if I'm not doing anything, I'll hang out with my friends. We go out sometimes and then, uh, nothing too specific. I'm just, hang out around the house most of the time. Yeah. Sometimes, every once in a while, I'll go out, but I'm not a huge drinker. I'm always driving because I like driving myself, especially yeah. if I want to leave early or something. So most of the time, I like, uh, I think the last time I got super drunk was New Year's. And I don't even remember New Year's. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll have a beer every once in a while, but I never, I hardly ever get to where I get like blacked out or whatever like that. But I do like that fun sometimes. But Last time... Last time, my anything more than my lips tingling was uh, 1989. <laughs> that was last time. Yeah. Uh, what was kind of something that, that surprised you about fighting or about training? Um, 
honestly, when I first started, I think it's the same with probably every guy. I'm in there. I'm like, I'm going to go in there and be a freaking natural. They're going to be like, whoa. (laughs) The first day I come and get my butt handed to me. And honestly, the very first day I had 18 a sub. Very first day. Mm. I did jujitsu class and I did whatever else. And then I ran outside and threw up that whole sub. It was so tiring. And I said, I remember sitting in the parking lot for like 30 minutes, just like, (sighs) (laughs) work work up the courage to be able to drive five minutes home. And I was like, holy shit, that was a lot. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I got my butt handed to me a lot. And it was just, even by people that are smaller and weaker. And I was like, man, this stuff is the real deal. And I just, I loved it. I mean, it surprised me a little bit. I mean, just, just like I reacted so much different getting hit yeah. than I thought. You know, as soon as I got touched, it didn't even hurt. But as soon as I got touched, I was like, everybody's got this running idea away. in their mind of like every yeah, what they're gonna do. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that was me to a T. I mean, I've always had the kind of like aggression and like, if, like I was always down to fight. Like if anyone wants to fight, like I'll fight you. But so I, I come into the gym and I'm thinking like oh, I'm gonna do pretty good. Not, I don't think I hit anyone for my first month. <laughs> I mean, finally, I got I, the very first punch I ever landed. I don't remember who it was, but we went over the parry and the parry and follow it with a punch. Right. Very first punch I ever landed. I finally read someone's jab and I read it, parried it and threw and I landed it. And I was like, yes, yeah, that is- <laughs> I got hit about 10 times after that, ah. row, but I landed my first punch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but yeah it was definitely surprising like once you get hit for the first time you like you realize like you don't want to get hit like your body naturally doesn't want to so you're going to cower away and just naturally do weird stuff so that was a big learning curve honestly yeah, yeah what's time. what's that meme that it's like super appropriate it says 98 of men believe they're a thousand percent more effective oh, in a street yeah. fight than they actually would yeah. be oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy and it's like man once you come in here and i i guarantee it's the same for about 98 percent of people i mean there's probably a person every once in a while that knows they're gonna come in and get pieced up and work and Uh, we've we've had numerous people come in uh i'm a street fighter yeah yeah it's it's so crazy and then and then i I, I thought i would have done better (laughs) well i thought i was gonna do better the the old location (laughs) that we were at used to be a different martial arts school Mm -hmm. before we got there i mean Literally, when we came in, you could still see the outline of so some of the jigsaw yeah. mats that were on the ground. And some of their old students would stop by and they would think that we were like somehow <clears> still connected. Yeah. Affiliate. We're like, no, we're no, not. Like and, and we're like, yeah, but you guys can come check it out if you want. Mm-hmm. And like some of them were like, oh, yeah, well, I trained there before, but I left because I could kill everybody. And then they came in and they were sitting there. Like you said, they're sitting off on the side of the mat. They have this just completely like demolished look on their face. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I thought I'd do better. <laughs> yeah. The difference is I, I liked it. I mean, I love. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love coming in here, especially like Christian and stuff like that, and just getting pieced up and just getting humbled. I don't know why. I just, I love it because it just feels well, like. I always found that basically the, the camp goes into two different directions. So it's either that sucked and i never want to experience that again and yeah. then they disappear yeah or they go that sucked how do i learn how to do that <laughs> yeah um and then and then they're hooked and then you know they they pretty much they're, they're pretty much in from that point on out yeah yeah i mean i just i wish i could just know how how i'd be if i never got in that wreck and took uh, that year off yeah i just like i just curious i mean 
I want to know because I finally, I mean, I was going every day and I was doing jujitsu. I was doing jujitsu and kickboxing. I mean, and I loved every second of it. So I just want to know where I'd be because it was, I think I took probably close to a whole year. Yeah. And then, uh, and then like nothing's the same, obviously. I had to learn pretty much all over again. So, yeah, I do wonder that a lot, but I also want just try to get as good as I can with my limitations. I mean, I don't really plan on, you know, making this a career or anything. It's just a really fun hobby that I love and I'm going to do it while I can. And, uh, just like go out there and have fun. So, so prior to doing this, were you were you like already watching fights? Um, uh, watching like UFC or I'm, I'm not really a boxing? huge like TV guy. I mean, if someone has it on, I'll watch it. But I never really, I, I definitely don't pay for it. Right. And then uh, I never really. But don't tell Dana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I never really like <laughs> flick on the TV to find something specific to watch. And yeah. Then, like my girlfriend, she watches TV to go to sleep. So if I'm ever with her or whatever, I'll watch whatever she's watching. Or, um, but I definitely don't like. I love football, but I'll never flick through and just watch a football game. Right. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know why it's just not for me. So I watch highlights. Yeah. So I, when I when I go on Instagram after the weekend, I'll see who won the fights. Yeah. I'll see the highlights of the fights, and that's good enough for me usually. And then like six months to a year later, they'll pop up on my YouTube for you page, and I'll watch them on YouTube sometimes. Yeah. But um, I'm not a huge TV guy, so. I don't, yeah, but I just, I've always knew I wanted to try fighting. I just, I wish I started earlier. Everybody says that. Yeah, I tried. Almost that. everybody says, yeah. I wish. Except so, for Christian. I'm Except for so, Christian. I'm so jealous of young Rob. Because he, he couldn't have started earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christian, Christian started pretty but much. young Rob, too. I mean, he's only 17. He's so yeah. technical. He's so good. He's it's amazing to think, uh, remembering back to his first yeah. days, I mean, he was rough. <laughs> he was, <laughs> he was rough. Yeah. He's come a long way. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's, it's tremendous. Um, the growth that he's he's done, mm-hmm. you know, over time. He looks so good in his fight. He did. So good. I was waiting for him to throw his hand a little harder. I mean, he was kind of just putting his hand third up. But third round, we finally yeah. finally got him to, to, to come out of that shell. But I loved so the fight's over. You know, I uh, I always I always shove Christian in to get in there as quickly as possible. Yeah. So Christian goes in, they're cheering and celebrating. And then when they finally in, announce who the actual winner is, I love watching the video because the girl's trying to put the medal and he's like on, on his neck. Uh, but he's like, no, he's he's turning like like he wants to give us a hug, but he's like, medal, hug, medal, hug, medal. And, <laughs> and we're like we're like sitting there going, go get your medal. <laughs> and he's so excited, like he doesn't know yeah. at that point what to do. He's like, he's so excited. I can tell he wanted to give Christian a big hug because the 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 you know they just read the uh, the decision or anything else, but the girl's like trying to put the medal on his neck. <laughs> I, I love that. That was so awesome. <laughs> it looked like he didn't know what to do. No, he wasn't. He was. He was at that point. I mean, he literally was like talking back and forth. <laughs> I can't believe that fight was a split decision. Honestly, that was. Well, that there was. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree. But. Well, but it, it's one of those things though. Like, <clears throat> so he was second fight of the night, and the very first, first fight. fight was also a split decision. But what was interesting yeah. though. Score. Yeah, yeah. When we heard one was 30-27 one fighter, and the other one was 30-27 the other fighter, we're like, "That blew my mind." How does that even happen? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought I heard it wrong. 
Yeah. And then everyone else looked confused. And I was like, there's no way. Like, how how is it that far off? I think one of the judges. I mean, I can get it. <laughs> I can get it when somebody's like 29, 28 to one, 29, 28 together. Yeah, absolutely. That means that, that means that one of the rounds was close. a real question one. But to give the entire fight to one and the entire fight to the other. It's crazy. I, I don't. I've never heard of that before. I don't get it. I mean, I don't understand it. No. And so we 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 knew at that point we were like what, we're like, but it's it's one of those things that we probably need to get back into the habit of requesting to see the scorecards. The scorecards, yeah. Yeah. We, we used to do that after each. Decision. We used to. Well, I mean, because we had we had one <clears throat> we had one split decision that we thought was really weird. Um, we we thought we won. That was Jacobs. Yeah, we uh, there was one more. It was on a different card. We we thought we won. A, a unanimous decision. I mean, we we thought that we had at, at minimum clearly two rounds, and so it was weird though because we asked to see the uh, the scorecards, and you know, unfortunately, when we when we made the decision, it was at we had already gone to the back. And they're like, oh, we throw them away. I'm like, what? So on another fight, as soon as that split decision happened, we asked to see the scorecards. And they, they, they showed us the cards and then we turned, talked to each other and said, yeah, so there was the one judge that had returned and we said, wait, can we see those cards again? They go, nope, you already saw them once. We're like, what the hell? That's like, really weird. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but we were just doing it for educational purposes. Right. Not, we weren't like going to contest it, right. but I think that's what they thought we were going to contest it. We're like, no, we yeah. just want to see how this all went down so that we right. know for future well, I mean, because unfortunately we've, we've seen and we've been at those fights where you know one judge marked everything for the wrong fighter yeah i mean you know that that stuff does happen you know and so like if we were looking at the card and we were really strong going no no no, no. first round there's no way you could get first round to the other guy and if you look at that card and you, you look at it and you say, well they did give it to that guy and then they raise this red flags you know, and then you're going, you know, how did that happen? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you, have any, you don't have any sponsors or anything, right? No, nobody got a shout out to a girlfriend, maybe? Dark Wolf MMA. All right. Well, awesome, man. Anything yeah. else you want to add? Or you... I don't think so. Don't have, think we, have we uh, exhausted the saga of eli i think so i think that's all of it <laughs> oh there's more to it we'll talk, there's always more. we'll talk about the tattoos in the next one. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my hawaii tattoo and these are my drunk mistake tattoos so <laughs> now, did you get your hawaii tattoo in hawaii yes yes all right yep we got um we wanted to find like a little just something that would work like uh make us remember why right and we scrolled through like 50 books and they're all just not like there's nothing yeah. popped out all right, so, I finally saw this one. so i got a question because so basically he's got the hang loose it's called, they call it shaka the shaka yeah um and jujitsu uses the shaka a lot oh really um, yeah there's actually a website called the awkward shaka that's hilarious which is hilarious it's like a jujitsu spoof okay. uh, <laughs> now the part is though is that one is fingers forward yeah and a lot of them do the fingers oh yeah, yeah. so i'm just well but then again that depends on how you're looking at it 
I mean, yeah, yeah jujitsu and the shaka are <clears throat> deeply connected. Look at almost every jujitsu picture in somebody's. Okay, just kind of like the, the the fire emoji for all the fighters. Yeah, everyone mm-hmm. uses. Yeah, the shaka oh, yeah. <laughs> for jujitsu. Yeah, the shaka's in there. Yeah, like I said, there's the there's the. the <clears throat> I think they have a Facebook page and an actual website called the Awkward Shaka. Yes. Which is uh it's pretty funny. That is funny. This one uh is kind of a long story, but my girlfriend, so she had gotten a tat her first tattoo one time a long time ago on Friday the 13th, because they do like $13 tattoos. Yeah. Okay. Well, they give her a bunch uh, like a certain selection that they'll do. And she didn't like any of them, but she was like, Oh, X's are cool, I guess. So she got three X's right here in her arm. Well, you know, didn't tell me or anything. Like, I don't care if she gets tattooed without telling me, but I would have told her what it meant before she got it. Right. So she gets it. And I'm like, you know what that means? And she's, you know, she's dumb. And so, so she finally finds out what it means. And she's like, oh, well. Well, she finally got tired of people, like, you know, making comments about it. Like, why didn't three X's on your arm, blah, blah, blah. So she got it laser removed and it didn't remove all the way. So she got it covered up. So she paid all that money to get her laser removed. Right. Then got it covered up. But in her mind, she loved the tattoo. She likes the exit. Like she thought it was cool. Okay. But she just didn't like what it stands for. She didn't know. Well, she, so she did all that. got it removed one day and she was in Tennessee snowboarding with her family. And me and my friend, we, uh, um, we decided that we were rock stars. So, <laughs> We went and we wanted to get Rockstar tattoos. So I got a guitar pick on my arm. Okay. And then he got a little microphone somewhere. He's got a bunch of tattoos, but he like snuck a microphone in there. And uh, before that, he had asked Taylor, my girlfriend, what we should get. And she like made a joke and like sent a picture of her old tattoo, like as a joke. And he took it serious and he said, we should get it. And I was like, no. And he was like, imagine how funny it would be. Because she really did love that tattoo. She hates that she had to cover it up, but she had kind of had to because of what it meant and stuff. And so he talked me into it. So we got it. We FaceTimed her and we were like showing her our, our you know, our rock star tattoos. And then we were like, oh yeah, we got to show you something else. And we showed her our tattoos because he got one too. Right. Okay. And she started crying, laughing, like literally crying. <laughs> she was like screaming. And she was like in the locker room, I remember in Tennessee for the snowboarding resort. And she's just crying on the phone, like laughing so oh. hard. And, uh, I remember like, damn, I'm going to regret this tattoo one day, <laughs> but I, I put it here because it's not really obvious. Yeah, it's no not, one's really it's gonna, not too bad. No it's one's really going to see it. It's not like it's like right here or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my mom, no one even really knows about it, honestly. <laughs> it's kind of just like a, it's there. And then um, I've never really been a tattoo guy. Like I never wanted a tattoo, but then I got this one and this one on the same day because, you know, it's kind of under the influence. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then in Hawaii, uh, my girlfriend was like, oh, we should get tattoos here in Hawaii. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And I was like, I need one on my other leg at the same, like, spot. Right. So it worked out good. I think it's cool. I like this one. Nice. Um, well, it's like, because I, 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 like, I like tattoo stories. Yeah. So <laughs> when when I was at uh, uh, getting a tattoo done, yeah, I was telling the guy, like, you know, I like asking people about their tattoos, the meanings. He goes, nah, bro, not every tattoo's got a meaning. You know, not every, not every tattoo's got a story. I was like, no, I don't know. Every everyone's got like, no, no. Check this one out. Like this one right here. And he proceeds for like 15 minutes to tell, tell me the story, the story about, exactly. about how, you know, uh, he just didn't give a shit. He just picked one at random and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they just proceeded to tell me about how life sucked at that moment. That's why he just wanted a random tattoo. 
I'm like, there's your story. Like, there's your story. <laughs> there's your story. <laughs> there's your story. Yeah. I kind of want like a, I, my dad passed away when I was like 11. I kind of want to get a cool tattoo for him. Like him and he hated tattoos. So I kind of think it'd be funny, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he like, he loved Rocky. Like that was his thing. Okay. He loved Rocky. And I think it would be, I saw like, I was looking him up. Nothing really kind of stuck out to me, but there was one that like um, a little bit, if I could make it my own maybe, but it was like a picture of Rocky holding the, the boxing gloves up. And then it had that little quote, his famous quote, you, you know, it doesn't matter how hard you hit or can get hit. Yeah. whatever. Um, it was that quote and with the picture. And I thought that one was pretty cool. If I could, I mean, I didn't like the way it looked on the Google, but I feel like I can make it. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's like a huge commitment. I'm kind of scared. So <laughs> I haven't done it. I mean, I did sign, the day we got this, I signed up with the guy. I gave him like, I think it was like 40 bucks. And I was like, made the appointment to do it. Right. And I was going through his book. And then I'm like, Shit, I'm under the influence. And this guy's not even that good. Oh, so man. I, I'm like, fuck. And I already gave him the cash. And I was like, man. So I went up and I was like, hey, man, <laughs> I can't do this. I, right. I really. You know, I, I jumped the gun on it and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, well, you give me the cash. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I haven't even left the store. Like, I get it if you would have drew something up. It was a big argument. Right, I finally right, got right, my right. cash back. And okay. He was pissed. But I was like, that's 40 bucks. I mean, I, I kind of, I mean, it was my fault. But he didn't really do any work or anything right. for it. I literally, it was like a five-minute ordeal. So I felt like I could get the cash back. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, we put it in there, so we can't open it. We can't get it back. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you're going yeah, to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I was getting one tattoo when I was in uh, California. This is, uh, i trying to remember the exact years, but it was during the uh, the power outages, the rolling blackouts and everything else. And so I'm in, uh, it's called End of Trails, Good Time Charlie's in uh, Modesto, California. And uh, I was uh, getting a tattoo done by her name was Raina. She's the uh, Charlie was like the owner, and th this was his uh, his daughter. And so she's she's doing the doing the ink on me and everything else, and the power goes out. Oh, and so yeah, we're we're sitting there, and we don't know how long the power is going to be out, things of that nature. So I'm just sitting there. She's putting anticoagulant on it, you know, and then pretty soon because of the anticoagulant. I've got like a little stream of blood going down my arm. Yeah. Um, and then when the power finally came back on, it was about, oh, man, it was like a half hour. Um, she looked at it and she goes, this isn't going to feel good because <laughs> yeah. it was now all puffy right, yeah. and everything else, but she was doing the shading. Mm. And so, I mean, she had just started getting a little, like she did the outline and she was just starting <laughs> some of the fill work. And then so now it was all puffy and everything else. And she goes, well, she's like, you know, let's just try to pack in as much as we can. And then, you know, she's like, your, your skin's already kind of feeling like it's rejecting the ink. Mm -hmm. She's like, and then, then come back later. Yeah, you know, but yeah that was that bit hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All these, I, I feel like we're in a good spot. So I didn't really hurt too bad. And, and obviously pretty quick. I mean, this, I mean, I think... I think it is this one. He went over like 50 times, but Jeez. Uh, other than that, it was pretty quick. And then the shading didn't even hurt. I thought it was, I thought that was going to be the painful part, but it was like the outline that hurt more. And uh, I don't know how it would feel to get out in like a soft spot or something, yeah. but I'm sure it hurt pretty bad. Okay. I've seen people like getting their whole back tattoo for hours. Jesus. That's him. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't fucked that back. Yeah. Though, so. 
that was uh that was interesting because like yeah when he was tattooing on my spine i didn't have any reactions whatsoever you know and dude was like dude he's like you were like a rock <laughs> and then doing other areas though like he was resting his hand on my back and my lower back was spasming on me the whole time yeah. he's, he's doing the work and then there was one part he was working in uh like down by like my lower ribs on the right side mm -hmm. and while he's down there i knew where he was working but it literally felt like he had the gun up my armpit you know like like he was digging up in here even though i know he was working down here That's crazy. i mean it was That's and my and my back spasming the whole time because he's trying to steady himself by leaning on my my lower back it it sucked so I, I, it's actually an unfinished <laughs> tattoo Oh, you, you never got it finished? No. No, because they uh they lost. I mean, I've, I'm eight sessions in. Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm not feeling it, bro. Like the fuck you mean you're not feeling it? We're like eight sessions in. What does that mean? No. He, didn't, he, didn't he wasn't excited about it anymore. And then <laughs> yeah, so now we're we're showing up for appointments and the guy doing the tattoo is not showing up. That's or like, did you pay for the whole thing or? No, no, we were paying it per session. And then so finally, unfortunately, it's one of those things because it, you know, it's on my back. So most of the work he's doing, I can't see it. So finally, I was just like, you know, eventually I kind of just lost a little bit of interest. So I mean, I can see it. If I look in a mirror, look over my shoulder, stuff like that, I, I can see it, but I can't see all of it. Um, but it's, it's only like on my back. It's only like right now. Um, yeah, I have a pretty big back, but how much would you say? Maybe a little over a third of my back is actually done. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't see any of it. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a lot of money and a lot of time. Oh, yeah. And I was like, it's not finished. And I'm like, then now I'm like, well, going back in, like, do I want, do I actually want to, to spend that time and money to finish my back again for something I can't see? So now we're talking about sleeves. Nice. Yes. How many sessions do you think it would take to finish? My back? Yeah. Shit. Uh, a lot. Uh, like he's not even like halfway done with it? Well, like I said, I've only got about a third oh, yeah. of, of my actual back, so about two thirds of it left. Now, granted, though, I don't think he was very uh, fast. I don't think he was. Yeah, so my guy was fast. Yeah, your guy actually I went, but then he moved. So yeah. But yeah, I mean, so it's one of those things that so like I, I don't have any exposed tattoos. Like if I'm wearing a shirt and and the like, you can't, there's nothing. Right. You can't. I mean, every once in a while, like if I have a v-neck on, you can see a little piece that sticks out right, 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 right on the front of my neck. But that's yeah, but that's it. I want I was thinking about a sleeve one day but i guess i'm not a huge tattoo guy but i do i do see people with sleeves and i think it looks bad yeah so i'm like damn and i always told myself too if i like gained some muscle mass and i like i was a little bit bigger then i would get a like a sleeve tattoo <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So, I, so there's another reason for you to lift weights yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh I never, I always thought it looked kind of goofy when like super scrawny guys had like a lot of tattoos. I don't know why, I was just never a fan, but like, <laughs> if, like a big buff guy came with like a sleeve, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right.
All right. Well, guys, go check out uh, Eli Johnson 15. Or is it Eli underscore Johnson? Or is it just Eli Johnson 15 on uh, on Instagram? Um, you know, check him out. We've got fights coming up. If anybody wants to sponsor somebody with a cool ass story, yeah, he's your guy. <laughs> Here comes Eli. Here comes Eli. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a badass walkout song. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Not many people get, I mean, come on, to have e- Eli and to have it in a song. Yep. I mean, this is perfect. It's awesome. not like I'm trying to think of how many songs are out there that have Dave. <laughs> and it says Eli's coming. Yeah, it's I mean, perfect. Right. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for uh, visiting with us. Yeah, thank you guys. Story. I loved it. All right. Bye. See you.